0: everybody. My name is Dane Gentry. This is Dane Gentry's Podcast. I hope everyone out here is doing well. Had a good day, and everybody staying warm and hope you're inside with somebody you love, or at least you like them anyway. So tonight is gonna be the final part of the truth about drugs. I did uh part one and part two. Uh, it wasn't on this platform, but uh it had good numbers, so I think most people have listened to it. Um and so I wanna finish it up uh, Matthew the young man who's in it he's 25 years old and uh, he had told a story about his life uh, how it was and um, you know, different things he went through just as a drug addict and uh, we had uh, planned on him being on here with me uh, We, I talked to him yesterday uh, and I talked to him again today and had it all set up uh, we done a little sound check and everything and then he ghosted me um, he won't return my calls now uh or answer my text messages or any of that stuff so um it's sad but it it really fits in with the truth about drugs um because this is the reality of it a lot of people relapse and um i can't say for sure that that is what has went on with him but uh, usually um when things like this happen and uh uh when you're in sobriety and, and people just stop contacting you and that that's what went on so that's the sad reality of it because if you've heard part one and part two um you you heard him talking about you know how difficult his life was and the different things that have went on and um it's uh it's very sad it, it's disheartening in a lot of ways but this is this is the thing of sobriety um you you have to prepare yourself for these type of things and put on the full armor or whatever it is to protect yourself. Um, there's a saying that goes, you will get me higher, high faster and I'll get you sober. And so you have to be careful with, um, who we deal with. And, um, and from what I hear, uh, from somebody else, it's been going on for a little while. So he must've relapsed about a week ago or so, uh, something like that. All we can do is pray for him and, and that pray he makes it back alive. Um, and uh it doesn't die, I mean, because that's the reality of it. When you relapse, you, you go right back to doing the, the same amount of drugs that you were doing, and um, uh, and it kills you because you, you, you just can't do that. Hey, Bella, how are you? Uh, I see you on there, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce the other name. I hope you both are doing well. Uh, Bella, do you want to come up? Okay, so um i was talking to another guy about him a while ago and he said that um he believes that uh, last friday um he was high so it's very very sad you would think if you listen to his story that there'd be absolutely no way that um he would have relapsed i mean the kid went through so much you know he's homeless at 17 uh uh his twin brother had died in his arms and he was doing good. Um, he was very positive. Uh, he hadn't been sober that long, but you know, he, uh, he had a look in his eye, but I knew whenever he stopped texting me and stopped calling me and all these things that, that was the, the harsh reality of it, that, um, he had relapsed. Um, I wish him, I wish him all the best and I will continue to try to reach out to him and, and call him and different things. Um, because I also know he has some stuff going on that, He's going to get in a little bit of trouble and these type of things, too. So if you would, everybody just pray for him and pray he makes it back. Um, So truth about drugs. There it is. Maybe the The title really fits for this. Uh, cause <laughs> all is these things go on. And when you're in sobriety and in you work a program where you go to these meetings and you know, there'll be people that you see all the time, week in, week out. And um, then all of a sudden, they're just not there anymore. And um, sorry, something just caught my attention. Uh, so it means they relapse. Um, whenever we stop contacting with people, it's because we're trying to hide something, you know, that we got going on that we're doing. And um, I hate it for him because I, I really, really like the little young dude. And I know his dad and um, his mom both. And, uh, I didn't know that when I met him at the time, that I did know them. So, <clears throat> you know, it does touch me a little bit um, in, a, in a deep way. Uh, I still wish, even even really, even though he has done that, I wish he would still have, have called in and been on here with me because um, that may have led him back to sobriety. But maybe he'll listen to this and uh, realize, hey, man, you know, I still love you. And I, I wish you'd do the right thing. But people were the same way with me. You know, i, I done it. I, I went to treatment several times before i finally got sober and um and so you know that's just a harsh reality of it you don't never know if you're not doing the things that you need to do to stay sober it doesn't matter what you went through before um you're going to relapse and that's the case with him and i believe you know he's still hanging around the same people same old crowd or what have you and um hey abert how you doing and um you know, we, we can make all the excuses in the world. Well, I was I was hanging out with this guy and that's why I did it and that's what happened and um but at the end of the day it was my fault for stopping and standing and sitting there because 'Cause you're going to it's like go to the barbershop, or you're eventually gonna get a haircut. So he knows better. But he's young. But it's just I just don't want to get the phone call. Um I think my phone isn't right Okay. Um can you hear me fine? Um Oh, yeah, the harsh reality is that more times than not when someone relapses, unfortunately, we get, a, we get a phone call that they're no longer with us. And Matthew, I hope you're listening, man, some way. I doubt you are, but I really hope that you are. I hope you go back and hear this, man. And if you are, reach out to me, man, give me a phone call, let me know what's going on, and uh, try to get you back right. Um, I've said this before, you know, the second that you decide to get sober, you have to go all in can't play with it um you know some
1: people
0: some people have the the willpower hello god knows how are you um the willpower to to do it without you know um working a program and these kind of things i wasn't never strong enough to and uh, apparently he's not either but you have to go all in you have to start a routine i I read something in a book that said um the truth about success you are what you do daily." You first form your habits, then your habits form you. It is just as easy to form habits of success as it is to form habits of failure. And that is so true. Um, hello, 62 o patio How you doing? Um, that is so true. And that's why when you go to treatment, that's the whole purpose of treatment. Uh, What's well, detox? And that is, is to get you to set up new habits, a uh, better way um, to, to live. And if you start these habits, if you do it three days in a row, they say it, it forms a habit. So if you start doing doing the um, the right thing, you'll have a habit of it, and uh, that's what I I'd hope that that's what was going on with him. But as we see now, it wasn't, you know. And people can can put on a good show, um, and that's basically what he did to me. Um, but you know, sobriety is your life. Uh, it's because nowadays it's a matter of life and death. Uh, you're you're literally playing Russian roulette every time you go out, and uh, I just you know his parents already lost his brother, and uh, they didn't lose him to an his brother didn't die of an OD though he he had uh, got some kind of infection in his body, which it was caused from from doing drugs. He had um, they were uh, they would shoot drugs or whatever, and he had done what's called missed the shot, and it got an infection in it in it, and it caused an infection getting his body, and that's what actually killed him, but. Even though it wasn't an overdose, it was still a product of the drugs. Um, So um, that's why in treatment, you know, they want you to get up, make your bed in the mornings, and and start working the steps and doing these things because, you know, the whole deal of making your bed is it's not about you know someone wants to have the control over it's you've you've completed a task first thing in the morning and it does something to your brain. Uh, It wires it to say, hey, I've already got this completed, and it sets you up for success for the rest of the day. I saw a. think he was like a navy seal um captain or something he had he said that about everybody when they come to the military they think they're just being mean to them because they want to make their bed but it's actually not there's more to it there's so many other things like that in life um so anyway i hope he's doing well and i'll move on from that so everybody knows uh (laughs) the truth about drugs part three there it is that's the raw truth really um he's not the only one it's so many people that the same things happen to so um if anybody wants to call in, come up, you can. Um hello there, Tick Radio. Um, thank you for sharing my show. I appreciate that. Um, so I've had a, a couple of days. Um gone through some things myself, but I am prepared for them things. Um uh, and that's what I have to do every day because I'm now in the in the in the form of helping people and um hey there how are you um and so you have to prepare yourself for it because as i said a while ago someone else will get you higher a like lot quicker and i'll get you sober um and so we have to be careful it's hard um to uh um, to put that on every day you have to for me myself what i do is the the second that my eyes open i'm talking to god and i'm praying to god and then i'm reading my bible and i'm doing these different things or i'm thinking about scripture that i know Uh, because that's where my strength comes from. I don't get it anywhere else. It's him. It's not me doing it. I get it all from God. Um, Without that, I would be so lost. And um, Thank you so much. I do so much appreciate that. Uh, Have you listened to uh, The Truth About Drugs, Part 1 and Part 2? If you have, you may have missed the first part of it, what I was saying. I'm just going to tell you real quick what it is. The guy, Matthew, that was in that was telling his story. He's relapsed. He's gone back out. So. He was supposed to be here with me tonight. I um, mean, even had it all set up. I even talked to him today, man. But I knew after the, he just quit responding, I knew what was going on. So it's sad. So everybody say I pray for him um, and hope that you know he makes it back to sobriety. Um, you know, life life has a way of beating us up sometimes. And I've said this before too. When we're ripping and running on the dope, uh, we're just kind of numbed everything. And so uh, when you get sober. Things seem to hit you a lot harder. It's the same type of things, and uh, if you're not prepared for it, it's going to take you down. Um, anybody want to call in? Bella, are you still on here? Someone said that the, their app was messed up. Is everybody asking? Everybody, is hear me good? Sound like I got a reverb in my my headphones. Really bad. You know. Uh, hello hey how you doing man Good.
1: you sound fine man
0: okay good deal thank you man um have you listened to any of the other the part one or part two of the truth about drugs
1: uh no i have not Dane. i just heard you on the old man's podcast this morning and i'm coming in to support you
0: thank you man i appreciate that sure appreciate it take all the help i can get (laughs) right right shout out on our show this
2: is lucky me i'm shane's other half i guess
0: all right At what time yeah. would y'all have a show as well
2: yeah we just did a show 620 patio yeah um and uh, shane gave Ours. you a shout
1: out so yeah we we give you a shout out we're we're with laguna not media as well uh outside of normal the old man's podcast caps all them guys mm-hmm.
0: thank you man i sure appreciate it you know uh, yeah. my heart's in this thing i went all in on Absolutely. it man I, I hope it's successful i think it's going to be
1: yeah. you just uh, have to keep pressing man
0: yeah, I am. I've got you know, my numbers have grown, man, the past couple of days, uh, more than they well,
2: have. You know, and when you're truthful and honest with people, you're you're gonna draw those people to you and they're gonna say, you know what, this guy has a good podcast and that's that's how it's gonna spread. Yeah. And I'm always gonna the, do that. Yeah, we, we dialed in as soon as our show was over. We've been listening maybe 15, 20 minutes and or five minutes. Yeah. yeah, what you're putting out there is the truth you know and you can hear that this is a a calling for you to help others and thank you uh, i
0: I mean i I sure appreciate that um because i I felt it too you know i I had a dream about this podcast thing i woke up one morning and i said i know what i'm gonna do and and here i am
2: here you are
0: here i am that's awesome you know this deal here with matthew man it's heartbreaking but it's it happens every day in this in this world and you know it's just i just hope you yeah. don't die man that's the reality you know it's, it's right uh, it's bad we've lost so many people and i found out i've got someone very close to me who is also uh going through it again it's you know it's a sad thing and when you're when you're in that no one is going to talk you into doing anything you're not going to talk you into being um a a shelby. hey shelby how you doing Dang, um,
2: did you serve in the military
0: no ma'am i did not um no? i have a stepson okay. Um, who is uh, in the military right now?
2: Um, awesome, good. For, uh, thank you, <clears> thank <throat> him for service. Shane and I, I both served. Um, you just have that in your voice; it sounds, sounds like uh, you served. So I just wanted to know
1: for my personal. So
2: no,
0: I, I served. Uh, I served uh, the Tennessee Department of Corrections. Unfortunately. Oh um, uh, well. Yeah, I yeah. learned this earlier on. Um, yeah, is, podcast yeah yeah you know, you know
2: sometimes um, we we take the wrong turn on a path and it makes us who we are today um you wouldn't be able to share what you're sharing if you hadn't gone through that so
0: no um, you know I, i'm open i'm an open book man and i'm raw you know that's the thing yeah, because yeah. i used to think about it when i was trying to get sober and different things and i thought i would i would listen to different people talk and i would think if you would just be a little bit more open and more stern and more raw you'd probably get a lot more people's attention and so that's who I am. You know, I'm not going to show you.
2: And that's why I said, you know, just, just, you're putting it out there. This is the real truth. You're being honest. You're being vulnerable because you're sharing some really heavy, um, information with a bunch of strangers. But, um, you know, like I said, I, I can hear it in your voice. You know, this, this might be your calling. Um, we're new to podcasting too. So I wish you luck, man. This is, um, this is good because even if you reach one person, just exactly. one person, um, that's a good day, you know. And uh, so, kudos that's, to you.
0: Thank you so much, man. That that's what it's all about. And you know, I know I'm doing the right thing. Um,
1: yeah,
0: I, I feel that. You know, success is different for each. You know, for each individual, I feel like it's going right. to be a success right um, what i what i feel to be successful you know my what i'm really wanting to do is to springboard me into motivational speaking is where i'm headed oh nice and that's what i'm wanting to do but you know as anything else you gotta get your name out
2: yep you know, absolutely like absolutely said, I'm just a
0: nobody trying to tell everybody and that's the truth
2: yeah that's what we're doing just you, you know, know trying to reach people and trying to just you know uh, put stuff out there and so yeah you you, you got a good topic you've got um the heart in it so yeah keep it up
0: yeah my heart's definitely in it you know and that that's the thing like i was i said this in a conversation the other day i said you know when we're we're out there and we're on drugs you know somebody will die and we'll be like oh man that, that's so sad and that's all you'll think about it and it's gone you know what i mean you don't think yeah. else about it you think about the dope again but when you right. get into sobriety um these things start hitting you harder it's the same things in life it's the same things that are going on it's just that now you feel it you have to deal with it Whereas. Mm-hmm before and you have to prepare yourself for that yeah, um, for
1: sure.
0: because if you don't you know like if I wasn't prepared little things that's gone on in my life here in the past week you know there I would be and that's the way I used to be but it was almost right. as if I would I would almost talk it up just so I could relapse you know what I mean <laughs> it's kind of like right. having an excuse you know people talk about triggers and I said this Absolutely. to uh, Bella I said
2: yeah you keep you know me, you keep a- putting yourself in that cycle you know I need it to yep. get through the day and I can't get through the day without it and you know it just you know and if you haven't had that opportunity you create the opportunity so i i i mean i just i don't know how long you've been sober but um i just i really i wish you well
0: i've been sober for a while man uh awesome so you know i'm good you know i was just had a conversation a while ago and i just looked at him and said you know i know i'll never get high again i shouldn't say that kind of thing arrogantly but i should at the same time if that makes sense
2: right um, right
0: because you know and you don't want to forget though you don't want to forget the past no. the past is the past right i remember and, and, my-
2: and every day you choose to not to
0: exactly you know? i choose um, to do the things that i know work and have worked for this amount yes. of time that i've been sober and,
2: absolutely
0: um, you know and i just refuse to change it because it's working i will not change it i'll do it every day the rest of my life good um, because it's worth it you know um because i I, you know i had a bad life. motivation right
2: there you know um yeah i think you got a good gig good deal
0: thank you so much which which branch did you say y'all was in the military we were in the navy the navy okay
2: yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: i got ones in the marines Um,
2: my dad my grandfather was a marine Uh, i'm sorry (laughs) yeah we used to tease each other all the time you know
1: you couldn't get where you're going
2: without the navy
0: it's just a joke
2: yeah it is it's all a joke you know? yeah
0: I, i'm gonna be honest you know because i said i'm not gonna lie on here i didn't want him to go um
2: oh no i i completely I, understand I didn't.
0: when he he was uh 14 when he told me i believe um, and he wanted to go that yeah he told me this is what he actually told me he said he said hey man uh i'm gonna go in the marines so i'm gonna be a u.s marshal so i'll be the one coming to rescue from now on i was like wow <laughs> you know but then he yeah, changed that's not that. a
2: wake-up call right <laughs> it, it was <laughs>
0: oh it was you know and I used to tell wow. his mother, you know, unfortunately we're separated and going through a separation, but that's okay. But I used to tell her, you know, some of the greatest moments in my life was the moment, the mornings I would take him to school and the conversations we would have. Right. He's just such a good young man, but
2: Cause they're so frank and honest
0: man. and
2: you know, they, when you start seeing things through their eyes, um, it's a whole new world, you know, um, yeah.
0: hey, Shelly, I, how you I have doing? a
3: son. I'm yeah. good, Dane. How are you?
0: Man, I'm doing great. Man. Good. Hey, Shelby.
3: Shelby. Hey, Lucky. Hey, Shane. Bro, sis.
0: <laughs> Everybody's supporting me, man. I love it.
2: Yeah. 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 I you got a lot
1: of support. On, I just spread you out on Discord so you might be able to pick up a few.
2: Did we share from Thank here? you, man. I, I could sure put it appreciate on Podbean it. Podcast Nation.
1: Yeah, there we go. will put it on Podbean Podcast Nation.
2: That's on Facebook. Yeah 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 we're working All the on help i
0: can get i'll take it
2: tablet here so give us a sec okay here we go
0: shelby how's your day been <sighs>
1: tiring
0: Uh-oh. tiring Work Tiring. well
3: <laughs> yeah right whatever <laughs> hey cindy i
1: my passwords
0: hi um, cindy did you hear what i said about matt uh shelby
3: uh-uh. Uh, I just come uh, in, so I hadn't been in here
0: long. Well, I started a series before I got on Podbean. And it was Truth About Drugs, Part 1 and Part 2. And this young man named Matthew, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. he told his story. I don't know if he heard it or not. He was 25 years old, and he's been on drugs since he was 15. Uh, uh, homeless at 17. He had a twin brother, died in his arms. Oh. Uh, so on and so forth. Both parents drug addicts. But he, he was sober, but he has relapsed. And, uh,
3: so
0: yeah we had it all lined up again today we done a little sound check and everything was fine and then he ghosted me so i knew you know what i mean i knew what it was and then i called some other people and they said yeah it's been going on for about a week now they think or since friday, oh, a no. since friday so a little less than a week so everybody pray for him um and uh hope he you know he makes it back and he doesn't die you know uh, yeah that's that's what we have to deal with man he'll be okay or he won't you know there's nothing anybody can really do that's the thing about it you know you can sit there you know i've had people look at me and crying alligator tears and what are you doing and i'm still sitting there going yeah screw you I don't know what you thinking about i'm fine you know what i mean ain't nothing wrong yeah. with me yeah you know, right my brother i'd said that you know i'd done all that time and i got out and i was sitting in a chair knotted out and he kicked my chair and you know, i come to and he's like, what the fuck are you excuse my language what are you doing and i was like Right you know nothing what are you doing <laughs> he's like yeah. i can't believe man that you went and did all this time now here you are doing the same shit again that's just the power of it it's just mm. you know it's yeah i wouldn't wish it on my um first enemy lucky me that's, that's me when, that's you i was gonna say okay
2: yeah man. i'm i got on so i could share it to the podbean nation because thank you thank, our, you. thank
0: you so really much recommend. i appreciate it you know, all of my numbers Double. have they doubled yesterday and today from the shows i already had so it's you,
1: if you go on the old man's podcast on Friday, you will get yeah. yeah.
3: Please, please, yeah. absolutely come, on, come on, on there Friday.
0: Is it you nine a.m. Me me? Um, okay.
3: for us, Dane, it is at nine. Yeah.
0: Nine. Okay, I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. I try to jump come on everybody. On there,
1: share your show. I've been yeah. a little bit
0: absent today because I had so much stuff going on. But at
1: the Laguna Not Media production. You will get lots of uh, yeah, business.
3: yeah, yeah.
0: I, I need man. 30, I need
1: followers. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice. I um I'm going all in with this thing because I do I, I know I'm doing the right thing. You know, I, yep. I know that I am.
2: When you know, when you know you know. When Try you know,
0: know you know, that's my favorite saying. I know that I know that I know. The time.
2: Yeah, keep your scheduled time and uh mm-hmm. just stay honest and you know right you you will see and you will find depending on how many shows there you attend, haters. there are some haters out there's here
1: haters, trust
2: me. oh yeah
3: there's and then there are some themes. that think they mean well but
2: yeah there's drama scenes <laughs> but you do you you stick with what you know you'll be you'll be fine
0: yeah, yeah. i'll be fine and i ain't worried about a hater either i'm pretty tough skinned you know what i mean yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah right, but so. there's some pretty big drama mama mama drama <clears throat> guys oh, I people could, out there yeah,
0: i can imagine you'll figure them
2: out you'll figure them out
0: yes i will and i'll shut their ass down too there you go
2: there you go so you said you're from tennessee
0: yes ma'am nashville i was born in nashville and raised in franklin which is just south of nashville
2: yep my uh, i lived in Murfreesboro. okay um tennessee you know i lived there for um i don't know two and a half years i guess
1: um would you so small would you say you did
0: 20 21 21. Wow. that's prison time and then you added yeah yeah and that's even, not including the other stuff yeah the i don't yeah, even know yeah. you know what i mean i was an idiot from the get-go i don't know why <laughs> you know I was just,
2: well, at least you know you know, know you yeah. know like yeah. i yeah. said you're honest you're putting it out there so no, i gotta
1: i gotta to be right. honest i got a brother in prison i've never even met him
0: really
2: yeah in tennessee yeah.
0: no uh-uh. uh,
2: missouri but oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, um, he, you, what has you, he been in your whole life is that why you had not met him
2: well see my husband was put up for, adoption. for me i'm yeah
0: I'm, okay and adopted, so
2: this so. and then he did one of those like ancestry yeah deals and yeah. found out that he has lots and lots of siblings <laughs>
0: Oh, wow, <laughs> Daddy was busy, huh? Daddy was a busy man. Yeah, Daddy was a busy, down.
1: busy man. Like me,
0: because I had six
1: kids myself.
0: He's a lover. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got one, and I got you know a couple that could be. Uh, right, right. We don't know. I've tried to find yeah, out. Yeah, We
2: keep waiting to see if there's any more.
0: More gonna show up. If That's what I did no, too. Uh, but my husband, more, because
2: his heart is so big, honestly, um, three of his kids. Well, actually, four of the seven are not biologically his, but he calls them his kids because he's putting actually his love and, and, and time Aww. and um, efforts into raising them right. So um, three are biologically his um, oh, and then awesome. four, which is including my son, my only son, because um, right. he, uh, he's only 20. And I, I've been a single mom for six, well, 19 years. We just got married uh, in 2022, uh, Shane
1: and I. But we've known each other. for Yeah, we
2: years. met in the military 30 years ago. But Oh, wow. wow. Um, oh, you didn't know that, Shelby? No. Right? I <laughs> must have missed <laughs> that. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: How, did How did I, I did miss that? Snored, right? Probably snored. So
2: we were, I, I'm sorry to hijack your show. I am no, so sorry. Fine, I'll tell you about it later, Shelby. <laughs>
0: you can, you okay. can go in it's fine yeah.
2: okay so um we were we were on the uss acadia together which is out of san diego it was a repair tender and we actually got put in the same shop together so <laughs> um so we're on this ship and there's like 1500 people on the ship but we are in the same shop and there's only like 10 people in our shop 12 maybe hmm. um and so uh, we ended up in the same friend group because, you know, we had a lot in common and stuff while well, I was with uh, who ended up being my husband and my son's father. I, I was dating him. Um, actually, I think we might have been engaged by then. No, we were just dating. Well, anyway but shane you know he was cute and so i would hook him up with all my female friends i'd be like oh let's do this double date let's do this you know because i liked him and i wanted him around (laughs) Uh, but i didn't like him enough to break up with the guy i was with and to do anything Uh. about it kind of thing you know uh but i liked his sense of humor um he was one of those bad boys that you know just really could get you right on that edge of being a bad girl, but you don't kind of thing. So, you know, that was the attraction back when you're 20. Um, But he ended up getting out and he lived his life and I got out and lived mine. I'm, I married that guy that I was dating and we had our beautiful son and um, divorced just like, you know, half the America. But anyway, um, so I had the opportunity to put in for a promotion at work Um, but in order to do that i have would would have to give up my remote working virtual position in order to work at the national office so um, my son was graduating high school at the time so i thought you know what this is a really really good opportunity and it's really really good timing so we're going to do it because he was going to go off to college anyway Right. So I was like, Ooh, I'm going to move. I'm going to be the single woman up in the big city, Kansas City. Here I come. You know, I was all excited. So I um, posted on Facebook, you know, goodbye, Kansas. Here I come. So my uh, fiance or my now husband reached out to me on Facebook. Thank you, Facebook. and said, um, you know, welcome to the state. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, are you kidding me? And so um, we started chatting. And then we started FaceTiming. And then we started driving back and forth to see each other. And within three months, we were married. Um, (laughs) The chemistry never went away. Um, I found out that he only dated my friends because he wanted to be around me. Um, at least that's what he told me. It's so he's, tells told me. <laughs> ah, he's
0: telling you the truth, he's telling you the truth. This the truth. So, can I ask you, um, can I ask everybody a question? Sure. Does sure. addiction, do you have addiction close in your family? Like any, yes. any family members that you have doing? Yeah. Yes. Most families I, do.
2: I have an addictive.
1: Oh my! My whole.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. It's it's yeah, very yeah. much in. Um, I used to be a smoker, um, so I was addicted to nicotine. Um, not necessarily, you know, addicted to drugs, but nicotine's nicotine,
0: hard.
2: yeah, nicotine as the drug for sure, um, and uh, I replaced that with um like, basically OCD. So I'm like very compulsive about certain things. I'm a lot better than I used to be. Um, but I I see myself. I get addicted to things very easily. I started like obsessively collecting recipes. Those I know. Are
1: other these yes. are
2: other addictions. But um, to well, me, I'm they good. are my drug. You
0: know, hey, Dixie.
2: when uh, when it occupies most of your day, and you don't want to work because of this thing to me that's full addiction i get that rush i get that uh satisfaction and then i get the letdown and then i have to go and do it again to get that rush and then the the that
1: euphoric pod, feeling pod bean being one of my- yes
2: pod bean is yeah. one Absolutely. of them i
0: see me I see me doing the same thing. You know, I'm still on the yes. nicotine. I refuse no. to not go my nicotine. I don't. That's right, right. <laughs> but, but, but
2: because uh, I know my issues. Yeah, we
1: smoke cigarettes, and I'm a vapor. I mean, we, we do drink beer. I drink beer. and, yes. uh,
0: and yeah, I was... Some can, you know, I can't. If I drink a beer, I'm gonna be an alcoholic. So right, I'm right, right. That. So in my early twenties, and 20s, and and,
2: and, and you know that, you know, yeah, I, I know about my about. limits with pod bean. When I first started on pod bean, I was like. I couldn't be without a show on. and But Mm -hmm. then I was like, if I had somebody call me on my work phone, I was like, dang it, I am (laughs) pod beaming here, you know? And um, so it was becoming an interference to my job. And I am not in a position that, you know, I can ignore my work. So I have now restricted myself.
1: She I have restricted did, yeah. myself to no live that, shows. She's one of that person that could still pick up a cigarette and smoke three or four of them and then not smoke them ever again I don't know if I summer. could. I don't want
2: to take that chance. No, I,
1: I'm sure you are, though. I don't
2: think I can. You
1: can't watch. So you so You can mind something. You don't do it.
2: Well, yeah. So I don't pod bean D- during the day, Dane and I'm missing by, so much.
1: Dame, by the way. Yes, mm-hmm. you can hear your typing in the background. It's all right. <laughs> so
0: you know. It's funny. <laughs> it <laughs> is funny. Oh, that wasn't me. What do you mean? That wasn't me. Yeah, it was. uh, it's weirdly
2: comforting. Yeah, weirdly
1: comforting. <laughs> I know it's not Shelby. So um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not me.
2: <laughs> I absolutely there are certain drugs you that I would off, never. Way, of course, is. I can't. I can't do them with my job anyway. Um, but if I were to do that. There are certain drugs I do not ever, ever, ever want to try because I'm afraid I would become addicted to them because I already know I'm easily addicted to certain things.
0: That's right. So, you know, them things. Yes. So
2: I will never try heroin. I will never try cocaine. I will never try, um, I don't um, even know what answer. else is out there you no know, that's
0: that right there alone, what you just said that you will never try it's a strange thing if you think about it. you take someone like me you and know, we're sitting there and we look over here at someone who has lost everything that they ever had, or, you know skinny, just beat up, and we decide, hey, man, I'm gonna do me some of that. I mean that alone <laughs> tells you that something has to be wrong, you know so, right you know that on itself um, mm-hmm. as you know, and it's like you just only think it I don't know, I don't know if I just think about it or didn't care um or for the most part it was because i didn't like me i didn't like all the things i'd done i didn't like you know the life had to you live inside. Like yourself right wow. you know, i had to learn yeah, to love, yeah, me, yeah. You know, you gotta
1: love you gotta love yourself bro
0: you have to man if you yeah, don't yeah. you're not gonna put anything good in uh, exactly that's what it is you got to feed yourself with good whatever good is for you for me it's god you know that's that's my thing god is, right. is my everything and right. so um it, I know it's not for everybody, and that's okay. You know, that's fine. I'm not, right? You know,
3: right. I'm not
0: no Bible thumper. I'm not going to try to hit you the head with the Bible. I'm just going to say God's real. And mm-hmm. that's what I lean on, and He does so much for me every day. Without Him, man, I'd be so lost. Right. Right.
1: Right.
3: I agree. I agree. Yeah, concur,
0: um, concur. <laughs> concur. 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 Um, concur. Yeah, I think we're having a good show. It's going good. Um, yeah. I'm not nervous tonight. I was nervous the other night. I'm not nervous tonight, though. I was just kind of a little bummed out about it comes dude. and
1: goes. It comes and goes.
3: Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um I guess it's one of them things. It's like when you somebody asked me if I ever had a dreams or what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I was like, no, I don't ever remember having any dreams. I started doing drugs so young. I guess I just wanted to be a drug addict. I don't know, but I never thought about, hey man, I'm gonna be a fireman. I'm gonna be this. But uh, when I set out on this track, this is what I want to do. And um, God gave me this big booming voice for a reason. I believe.
3: I think you're gonna go far.
0: Thank you so much, Shabby. I think I am too. Hello, Bobby. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, I want—I just want people to know and understand, man, the reality of what it is and getting these colleges and, of course, the young kids. And I said this to the other two, these parents, man, you need to invade your, your kids' privacy because you're saving their life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you may have a 15, 16-year-old and you're thinking, I don't want to go in the room. Go in the room, man. Let them get mad at you, but you're saving their life. So what if they get mad? Right. Um, Cause at the end, I wish, I wish that I would have had someone to do me that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mother bless her heart. You know, she was working during the day and and going to school to get an education at night. So, and then she had a a job at night. So, you know, she wasn't on her. I I am not a product of how my mother raised me at all. You know what I mean? Um, I am now. I am now. I wasn't then. And. And people have asked me if i blame it on my childhood no i do not at all because i've got a brother who's very successful he was raised the same way i was you know so um, right you know, yeah even about, with
1: all my brothers and sisters we're all different I and mean, it's not because of the raising it's because of your choices
0: that and genes you know you think,
1: make your own choices
2: right huh? and those you know, the guy choices. who we put you on that path
0: the mm-hmm. guy who got my mother pregnant with me um when i was 40 Beth found him, and I just pulled up in his driveway, walked up, knocked on the door, <laughs> and he didn't answer. And but I could have went without meeting him, man. After I met him, um, so on one hand, I'm kind of glad I did, but on the other hand, I could have went without it if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: You know, I really, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, gonna, I'm honest. He's 75 years old. If he'd have been a little bit younger, I probably would have beat him up. Um, I don't
1: know. uh,
0: that's how angry uh, they, he, he he made me. You know what I mean?
2: Right, right.
1: But uh-huh. you, you really probably didn't know him to make you angry because I was adopted, so I never knew my parents. And was I angry at them at times? Fuck yes. Oh, excuse my language. Okay. Uh, okay. Y- yes, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, Until. But I really, you know, I didn't know them. So right? can I be... I'm, I'm thankful, actually, that they actually did what they did and gave me up.
2: Because you had a good life. Yeah, because I... With good parents. Yeah,
1: right. I was raised with... And had
2: you stayed, you might (laughs) not be where you are right now. And you might be dead. You might be... Right. I mean...
1: And your time... You never know. Right. Your time probably helped you the most out of anything, I guess.
0: Well, it did, because... Um, I had an eighth grade education up to that point. I got kicked out. I had a girl pregnant in eighth grade. Right. I, uh, she was a wealthy girl and I was a poor kid. So the parents filed a restraining order on me or I couldn't mm-hmm. be around her or whatever. So one of us had to get kicked out of school and guess who it was
1: you. Yep.
0: at the time. I didn't care. I didn't want to go to school anyway, you know, but, right. um, looking back on it, it's pretty shitty how I was done really. But so when I was in prison, um, I was in and I'd been in for, I don't know, maybe a year, and they sent me to an annex, and which is minimum security. You know, they take you out, like go out and work, out, cut trees or whatever you do. So I decided it'd be a good idea for me just to escape and run off.
1: And I, was very, I was
0: very smart, you know, they I was do. very bright, you know? yeah. and so <laughs> I did that. And what come from that is two more years, and they put me on maximum security. So you're you're locked in the cell, you know, all right, day. Right, right, right. So I educated myself. Yep. It's actually due to a, a teacher. I still remember her name, Miss Jones. She came by my door and she said, you don't have your GED and you're going to get it. And I said, no, I'm not. And she said, yes, you are. And I did. And uh, from that led to me uh, learning that I really love to read. And I really learned to learn. My mind was like a sponge. On, I'd get on a kick of whatever it was I wanted to learn. And so I educated myself. So anything right. I know, well, I read a lot now, but that's where I learned to love to read from is in prison. So. Some things I'm thankful for So can I
2: ask a question? And if you're not comfortable answering, it's okay. Just tell me. Um, Did your sobriety start when you went to prison?
0: No. Mm -mm. I didn't do drugs in prison. I wondered
2: because you hear all the time about how drugs are smuggled in and all that. Um, So I wondered if um, that's when it stopped.
0: Yes. I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to interrupt. As I've said, I'm going to be as completely honest on here as I can. I was part of a uh, organization um at a very young age uh, at the age of 24 i was in control of the whole state of tennessee uh, so i was you know had power or whatever and all the drugs coming in i was selling them but i didn't do them because that's part of the, the bylaws and stuff that you can't do them right so in there i wouldn't do them but i'd get out and i relapse again so no i didn't do them inside uh i went i went to prison four times altogether, um uh, 12 six and then a couple more times it all adds up to right. 21 but Mm-hmm. um the last bit of time that i did was 90 days to kill the sentence, and i od right after that and that's where i decided to get sober uh, mm-hmm. i didn't want to die i didn't want my ex to get a phone call really right. that's that that had a lot to do with it i'm so thankful for her in so many ways and um for those things even though you know now we're going through a, a separation or whatever it is what it is um
1: You're right
2: yeah
0: but she changed my life in so many ways, man. You know, I didn't believe in love. I thought love was a fairy fairytale. Um, but th- I was confused on it because I knew my grandparents loved each other, so it was kind of a confusing little deal there, really. Um, so, yeah. Um, when I OD'd, I-, I knew then, I was like, man, something's got to change because I thought about her and I thought about my brother. You know, I got a brother that loves me dearly and always wanted me just to just do the right thing, you know. He's six years older than me, and. know. Uh, uh, so, uh, those things led to it. Um, I'd like to say that I got sober right then and never done drugs again, but I didn't. I went to treatment. Everybody and, and uh, um, yeah. uh, but I finally got it. You know what I mean? I finally did what I was talking about a while ago. I, I made a routine and that's what I said to myself. I said, I'm going to try this out and I'm gonna give it a shot. And it was due to a counselor who had talked to me and talked to me like a man, like I wanted someone to do. And so I said, man, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot and see if it works. And i would be damned. It worked.
3: <laughs> well, I'm glad that, that you know, the path that you're on, I think, is phenomenal. And I'm glad that, you know, God led you to that path because there are a lot of folks that don't get that opportunity.
0: No, they don't. Right. Uh, so many people die every day across the United States. Um bobby says good morning for him so he's where he is um where are you at bobby um it's you know it's it's a weird thing because i look i didn't even realize that i had any other family members that really um had issues i I thought one did but then i found out i had a couple i have a couple who who do and i just found this out the other day because I, i isolated myself away from my family so much um oh he's in england okay uh thanks for being on here man um It's just, it's a tough thing because you, the thing is, is that it's not that you don't know you're living wrong and you're playing with, you just don't care. It's just, Mm -hmm. that's how strong the drug is. Opiates are for me anyway. Uh, And I said this before too, it's the sickness of it. It's that you don't want to feel sick. It's like saying in the morning, you're going to wake up and have the flu. You know, you're probably going to do whatever you could do tonight to not have the flu tomorrow. You know what I mean?
1: But like pain pills or.
0: Yeah, mine was opiates. It was heroin. It was started with pain pills. I had an accident when I was eleven. Um I got hit by a truck walking home from school.
1: And that's what
0: that's what led to it. I kept having these surgeries and when I was fifteen they gave me a narcotic pain pill and man, I thought I found what I'd been looking for. Because I was already drinking and smoking pot and stuff at that time anyway, doing acid. Um I think that's about all I'd done up to that point. Like I didn't do cocaine or anything else. Like opiates was was it. And then when I was about eighteen, I dabbled with cocaine a little bit. It really wasn't my thing. I stayed on the opiate thing, and then um, methamphetamine. I had a little. I had a little deal with that. Um, it completely changed who I was. That stuff is really nasty. That's really a nasty, nasty drug.
1: It is. yeah.
0: Been
1: on drugs, so. I did. Uh, I, I, I tried a little heroin over in uh, Asia when I was in the military
2: shame on you yeah
1: well it was so good i never did it again
0: so i don't know how to say this name here y'all help me with this the sheep the shia shia Leisha. Yeah.
3: yes Leisha. okay can you hear me yeah i can now
0: you are correct though you're right you have to admit it yeah that's the that's the first bad. step you know you have to meet right. the powers of alcohol and drugs and life become unmanageable um that yeah. is key um, i know everybody don't work the program and all that um to me it's you know it's definitely a huge part of all this
3: well it took me being in a real bad accident doa life flighted to vanderbilt woke up didn't know where i was why i was there didn't remember nothing the only thing i could remember was my mother's phone number and that was it and she'd been searching for me for three or four days and didn't know where i was So, the hardest thing was, the hardest thing to me is you have to be able to admit that you have a problem before you can even begin to try to get sober.
0: You're right. Uh, Because because I was
3: messed up when I had my wreck. I will not lie. I'd been up for days on meth. I went and got Xanaxes because I couldn't go to sleep. And I don't remember not one thing of that day.
0: That's what the of the wreck you don't remember me. you don't remember nothing at all
3: i just remember going that that's where i was going and i remember leaving the person's house but that's it wow that I is had it.
0: A, i had a wreck one time too i'd been up for a while too and a friend of mine had called me and said that somebody was trying to kill him or something and I, said, I think i'm superman so here i go and uh, i nodded off and i had a wreck too and ended up going back to prison over it so, They tried to charge me for stealing my own car. Uh, Wow. Well, because uh, it was my fault. I mean, as soon as I had to wreck, I called Beth and said, hey, report this car stolen (laughs) because I'm running. I'm not going to stay here. And I had a bunch of drugs and stuff on me, of course. And I actually got away, but they had me on on a, um, like, stupid. I don't know. I was high. I went into Walgreens like it wasn't going to be on camera. And so they had me on camera or whatever. But ended up getting dropped.
3: I was fortunate enough to be. I have never been in no kind of trouble or anything like that. So I got charged with a DUI, first offense, um, 30 days house rest, year probation, and $2,000 in fines and fees. But now I have to have an SR22, I've got to have an interlock device on my car for no less than 365 days before I can even try to get my license back. But I'm fortunate that nobody else was hurt. It ended up being two other cars involved. Um, And I will post pictures of my wreck. Um, If you look at my truck, the whole driver's side is caved in. I do not see how I walked away at all. God. The other guy with me, he was in the hospital forever. And he keeps trying to tell me that he swapped us, but... I don't know who, but he was in there longer, and it's, I don't know. I did my time. I admit to my problem. I took care of it, and I will not go back down that road no more.
0: That's, that's awesome. You know that. You know what you need to do, right? Yeah. Whatever and it is I you've been had, doing.
3: I, I literally, literally isolated myself from everybody. I meet mean, everybody for three years.
0: Yeah, that's what you have to you got to change the people, persons, and things. I know who you are now. I didn't know who you were a while ago, and we talked about it already about what I told yeah. you earlier, um, was, you know, be careful, you know, because you have to be pretty strong because people will get you high before you get them sober, so. Oh, yeah. You know, you just have to be careful. We want to help everybody. I mean, that's what I want to do, too. You know, when we get sober, that's what we want to do. When you first get sober, you're up on this pink cloud. You're floating along. Man, everything's great. Well, now, all of a sudden, I'm getting
3: what too big of a direction right now to even want to mess it up Mm -hmm. the only thing is is the wreck has made me disabled in a lot of ways that i can't do certain things anymore and so i have my trial date in april and i'm praying to god i have done everything they've asked i've went to the um the appointments and everything and i'm gonna tell you right now if i didn't have my My big boy right here, which is my dog, he's a big baby. He's a bully. He helped me a whole lot. He has been through my side and stayed there through thick and thin and through all of this, and he's still right here with me.
0: Who did you say is?
3: My dog. your dog. Yeah. Yeah, my big bully. He's a bully, but he's the biggest baby.
0: Aberrant, can I ask you a question, Aberrant? Were you on drugs? I'm sorry if you said it on I didn't see it sorry where you said you had the juvenile deal um
1: okay <laughs>
0: sorry y'all um the thing about sobriety what i was talking about being on that pink cloud everybody thinks that's how it's going to be you know and that's kind of where we go wrong mm-hmm. if you ain't got the right guidance you don't prepare yourself for it and luckily for me you know i had some good people I was prepared for those things because one, the other, only other time before now that I was serious about sobriety, my best friend died and my mother died two days apart. Yeah. and uh, and then I hear them stories a lot. Unfortunately, I hear someone say, you know, oh man, I had just been sober for this amount of time and this happened and we hear all them stories, but if we really think back to when we were on the dope, them things were happening too. We just didn't deal with them because we didn't have to. Right. And the thing is, is that we could be sitting there with this fentanyl deal anyway. And somebody say, such and such died. And the first thing we say is, I want some of that dope. Because you not know really? it's strong. And it's, it's just insane. It's the insanity of it.
3: The last time, I'm not going to lie, I've never put nothing in my arms or in my body. I always snorted it or took it by mouth. I got a hold of heroin and fentanyl one time. And I swear and begged to God. If you please just get me through this i will never touch it again and i've never touched it again since
0: that's awesome you, Within know, like, do you work a program
3: i do i have done it all myself
0: that's you know you're just okay so you're like nick he there's a guy who's on here his name is nick he's a good guy he he quit drinking i hope you won't mind me telling this he's told a story but he quit drinking on a bet and I find it so fascinating, you know. Some, what it really says about him is what kind of person he is. He kept his word more than anything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that was strong in him keeping his word was strong enough to keep him sober, and I think it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. not me. I tried everything. I tried everything but sobriety. I tried the methadone thing. I tried the boxing thing. I tried just smoke weed. Um, I tried it all. I can just do this, you know. That little voice in your head that that tricks you and, and says mm-hmm. you can. Oh I man, you can do it one time. No, you can't. I don't know any drug addict who can just do one time and that be it.
3: Since since I have been sober, I'm not gonna lie. I have, I go to Centerstone. I have I go through counseling, my choice, two times a month, and it has taken me and my doctor swapping and switching medicine around and doing what, trying to figure out what's best for me, and we have finally in the past year got it where i actually feel like myself again
0: that's amazing i went through that too i'm open book on here i'll say it, my deal I went to bed one night and i woke up next morning and i wasn't the same um and they said that i was in a meth psychosis but i hadn't done any meth in a long time but i had to go to center tone too um i got on these this medicine and i was on it for about six months and i'm fine i don't take no kind of medicine or anything now i'm back to me but I think it was just a, um, a product of, of my mind and everything coming back to me. And I was trying to deal with my past. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I went into that I, 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 poor, poor pitiful me or, or whatever it is you want to call it. Um, right. and so, but luckily, man, you know, I get up every day and do the same things now. Uh, sorry, I am answering somebody's thing here. Um, but it was, it was a weird thing, man, I went through because I've never been a depressed person or any of that stuff. And I still don't think I was really depressed. I just think I was just beating myself up. You know what I mean? But from the outside looking in, everybody thought I was getting high again because um, I lost weight. Uh, I, I wouldn't call nobody. I wouldn't go around nobody. And at the time, I was working my own business. I just quit doing that. I mean, every so from the outside looking in, it was the same as I was doing drugs, but I wasn't. And then um, when they put me on that medicine, Man, I gained so much weight so fast. Everybody was like, "Well, I don't guess he was doing dope." But you know, and at first, those kind of things made me angry. You know what I mean? Um, because I'm like, how can you judge me like that? You know, in sobriety, we want to say, "Man, I've been sober for 48 hours. You should be trusting me now," <laughs> and, and all that stuff. And you know, we we go years with beating up these relationships and tearing them down and doing all these things and it's not going to change overnight, and that's what—that's another thing I want people to understand. These things will come back to you. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. Some things may, and you may even be—you know—someone in your life that you think they completely trust you, but they don't. But they just don't want to tell you that because they don't want to beat you up. You know what I mean? Exactly. But you know, God has a way of, of working things out if we'll let but Him. We, you know, Jesus hung out with people like us. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah uh that's what people fail to realize you know unfortunately i don't want to get on religion kick but unfortunately in religion today you know we're the uh we're the outcasts when in reality we're the people jesus ate with we're the people he hung out with we're the people he come to save so or change you know yeah i don't want exactly. to get on. That. it's a story for another day but you know i and my personal belief is I don't care if you're doing it cold turkey by yourself. Or if you're working a program or if you're going through a year long program, if you don't make God the main focal focus point of it, put him first, it's not going to work. That's my opinion. Um, exactly. Cause I tried everything, but the moment I finally said, all right, surrender, this word surrender kept coming up to me. It came to me in prison. I was going to visit one day. I just kept thinking this, this word just out it came. And I kept thinking surrender, surrender, man, what's going on? What's you talking about? And Beth was like, you got to surrender. You know, that's what it is. He wants you to completely surrender to him. For whatever reason, I wouldn't do it. But I'm going to tell you something. When I finally did it, man, since then, it's been amazing the ride I've been on. Um, yeah, I still have a lot of bad shit go on, but I know how to deal with it today. That's to give it to him. And before, I would just run off and get high so I wouldn't have to deal with it. Um, You know, and I still find myself, like, if I'm around somebody, you know, family members or whatever, I still kind of feel out of place, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, I'm the only one in my family who's went to prison and all that stuff. So, I always feel. But they don't, man. You know, they they uh, welcome me right back in with open arms. I hadn't seen them in 20 years, and you know, they welcome me right back in. But in my mind, my mind was still trying to trick me and said, "Oh man, these people don't like me and they don't want me around." But it's just not true. We let our mind trick us so much, and we got to stay on top of it. Yeah. Well. Uh, We've been an hour. I think I'm going to end it, if everybody's okay with that. Unless anybody else has got something they want to talk about, we'll stay on. I um, hope y'all, if everybody's good, I think I'm going to go. It's been an amazing show. It really has, and this hour flew by, and I want to thank every single person for coming on here. Thank you, Aaron. I thank you so much. Everybody yeah, supports me, awesome. man. I sure appreciate it, man. Thank you, um, Shelby. You've been supporting me since day one, man, since the first time I talked to y'all, and I thank y'all so much for that, i'll support y'all in every way i can as well um yeah. everybody have a, a great night stay blessed stay happy like i said earlier everybody stay warm I hope you're with somebody you love or at least like
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and because uh, and, uh, you're snowed in and uh i will talk to you guys i'm probably going to come back on friday live for sure but i think i'm gonna record another one tomorrow i did record one that's on and um, i'll be uploading this one in a minute it'll be everywhere for everybody to see and Please uh, follow and like the show and all that good stuff and help me out. I sure would be so grateful. God bless y'all. I love all y'all. And uh, I've got my email in some places. If anybody needs to talk, send me an email. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. God bless and everybody have a good night. Thank y'all.
1: All right.
0: See you, Shelby. Bye-bye. Bye.